Hello, beautiful. Welcome to Stepping Into the Light with Julia Treat. That's me, your host from juliatreat.com. I hope that you're having an amazing day and that you are finding your way through this great awakening with grace and ease. Humanity is in for one of the biggest surprises ever. The biggest in probably our evolution. <laughs> and it's coming round the bend here very soon. And as you know, I have followed the direction that God and the angels and, and Yeshua and Mary Magdalene have led me to. You know, I just continue to learn so much each and every day. And I'm definitely not professing to know everything. Um, I don't think I ever have professed that. I hope I didn't. I think that's the biggest lesson of all, that we are eternal students and that um, we you know, we have been duped for far too long and we just believed everything we saw and heard. Uh, and that is, you know, the best way to control someone is to control their mind. I mean, that's the way. So if you listen to my podcast for a while, you know that I have channeled a group of children called the Rainbow Crew for several years. I have always known that they were being guided by Yeshua and Mary Magdalene and that they were Christ's energy coming here to be the caretakers of this world and that they were going to do it the right way. We were, and so what, what I have really come to realize that, you know, I'm one of the, the souls here to clean up this mess, to bring it to the light, thus, you know, stepping into the light, <laughs> the name of my book and my podcast so I'm one of those that, that is here to shine light on the darkness. And let me just say this. Um, I've learned a lot about what a true light worker is. And I believe me, I loved being that light worker that kept everyone in that la-la land, the, the higher energy and feelings and, and um, I don't know, fantasy land. And I say fantasy land only because we were very unaware of what was really going on here. We were, I get it, we're here to, you know, create this beautiful space. But once, I mean, once you wake up to why you're really here, like why it is so fucked up, then you realize how badass of a light worker you really are because you've made it this far. <laughs> so the Rainbow Crew, you know, channeling this group for several years. And I just met, I mean, I met, I'm meeting several of them now teaching these classes but I just met one that um, I just am in awe of this, this, little, this little guy. His name's Ryland. His mom said I could share whatever I wanted. Uh, he's attended a couple of my classes. Ryland is five years old. And when Ryland speaks, I am in awe of what he says, of the frequency. It, it blows me away. And he always gets so much during the guided meditations. And the last class was connecting with your uh, guardian angels. And he's never listened to anything I've done, any, any uh, you know, guided meditations I've done. And I've done in the past where we connect or we, we go with our angels and we spread rainbow, the rainbow wave around the planet. I've done that before. And I've done it even with my, in my retreats. We'll do a lot of things like that in the retreats that people attend with me. So at the end of this guided meditation, the students, oh, I, don't even, I don't even want to use that word anymore. I'm going to say the prophets. They aren't our students. They're the prophets. 
um, you know, Ryland raised his hand, and I said, yes, Ryland, and Ryland said uh, that he had, I think it was three. I'm going to share a picture of his um, creation uh, on my YouTube channel in the community, on the community page. I'll send a, I'll, I'll share a picture that he drew and colored, and also in my email list, but Ryland said, uh, he, he gave me the names of the three angels, and said, we just flew all around the world, and we saw I'm, I'm going to paraphrase because I can't remember exactly the words. It was a few weeks back. But really just the sadness and the pain. And, and he, I think he even used the word he saw people sinning. He said, I saw, we saw people sinning, and they're just angry and sad and just in a, you know, a bad way. And we just, I, I don't know if he said sprinkled rainbow waves all over them or we wrapped them up with rainbow waves, but it just blew me away <laughs> because I have seen that and I've done that and I'm still doing that. I'm doing that in my own time, on my, in my own way with my angels, and we have been doing that continuously. So for Ryland to say that just made my heart smile so big. And just his energy, his presence is the purest of the pure of the pure. <laughs> I, you know, he always sends me his pictures. He doesn't get them done during the class, but his mom sends them through an email, and I'm so grateful that I get to see. Just, just, it just makes what I do so amazing. And she sent the picture and um, we just started uh, messaging back and forth. And she said, you know, I got to tell you, you introduced Ryland to your song in one of your classes and it is on nonstop replay in our house. And Ryland says that you have a voice of an angel. (laughs) And I just thought that was the cutest darn thing. You know, and I I explained to her, I said, you know what? I channeled that song with the co-writer uh, Stevie M, she's written many amazing songs. She's so talented. You should find her on YouTube, uh, Stevie M. And we wrote that song, I think, in two sittings. I mean, she did a lot more, believe me. She did the music behind it, and, and we came up with the words. But the words came so easily, and I knew we knew they were being channeled from by the kids. The kids were showing us. The Rainbow Crew was showing us what it needed to say. And when I recorded the song, because it is my voice, um... The producer, believe me, if you could have told me even five years ago that I would write a song and record it, a kid's song, I'd say there's no way in heck that's not going to happen. But it did. So I'm not a trained singer. My co-writer is. Stevie M is very amazing and is a trained, very trained singer. But I'm not. And I wanted to record the song because I wanted it to be in my voice for whatever reason. That's what I was guided to do. And the producer... You know, when I recorded in his studio, which I'm going to tell you, was a lot of fun. Never done anything like that. And I was, number one, nerve-wracking because I was freaking out. I was going to sing in front of someone. And he said, Julia, no one likes their own voice. Even the, the, you know, famous ones, they don't like their voice, so don't worry about it. So we recorded the song. You know, he did his little tweaks and stuff all here and there, made it sound very good. And there were a couple of notes that I didn't hit perfectly. And he asked me, you know, do you want you know, I can tweak these so it sounds exactly like you hit the note. And I said, you know what? I don't want to. I didn't have to think about it. I said, I want every child to know that they can sing beautifully even if they don't, don't hit every note. And he was like, his jaw just like fell open. He's like, wow, Julia, that's so amazing. So when Ryland said I sang like an angel, that was uh, just one of the best things I've ever heard. And thank you, Ryland. I know Ryland energetically can feel my gratitude. 
So as we were emailing back and forth, Ryland, his mom, uh, his mom and I, uh, I said, you know, I know that you know this. I said, but your son is someone very special. And I don't know if I use the word prophet, but I know that he is. And I'm listening to every word he's got to say, believe me. But, um, you know, she, she messaged back. I mean, this is, I'm gonna, his presence, just on the video, his presence there, I could feel it. It was like a little Christ sitting there. I mean, it's just so much love. So one of the messages she sent back to me, and she said, you know, he tells me he just can't believe that he's the only one out of all of his friends. And remember, he's five years old. He's the only one out of all of his friends who start their day clearing their chakras and meditating. I, I can't even tell you how much joy I felt when I read that. Ryland knows to do that, and he's five years old, and I don't know how long he's been doing it. Maybe he started it since he was a baby. I don't know. But for a five-year-old to know, I don't start my day until I clear my chakras and I meditate, and then it's okay to start my day. And for him to say that he can't believe none of his friends do it, I just think that's golden. So I'm meeting these children, and they are here to teach us so much. And, you know, just hearing that about Ryland reminded me so much of how we start our day is so very important. And that's actually not even what this podcast was going to be about, but I guess that's part of it. I have several things I want to talk about today. So how you start your day is going to be the guiding force for the rest of your day. So if you wake up in the, in, in the morning and you're like, oh God, I don't know, am I gonna have, is money going to come in? Am I going to pay, pay that bill? Am I going to feel good today? Are we going to catch something today? Or is it, I'm going to take care of my mind, body, and spirit here for a few minutes. I'm just going to visualize the most amazing, beautiful day. Maybe I'm just going to envision myself so happy and ecstatic and celebrating all day long. And that I don't know yet what that even, why that would be, but I'm going to envision myself happy and celebrating and dancing all day. Like, can you even get a sense of that? Like having that in your mind and that's going to be my day instead of, oh shit, there's the alarm going off and now, I gotta, now I'm running late. Now I got to rush the kids or I got to rush my husband or my partner and oh shit, here we go. Uh, what I've learned since I have awakened to the atrocities happening here is that we still can shift anything with our vibration. I didn't realize until recently that my spiritual boot camp was helping people actually exit the matrix. I didn't even know that. But once I revisited it, I was looking at it because I, after I awakened everything, I went, and I believe me, I don't know it all yet. I know a lot. I know a lot. I don't know it all, but I know a heck of a lot. And I was looking through the program to make sure, I want to make sure, now that I'm awake, I need to make sure this is still, you know, jiving with me to be God's work. And so I looked at every lesson. I listened to everything. I maybe removed one song or two off the, you know, the, the day where you choose these higher vibrational songs to listen to, uh, only because I learned that they were part of the whole issue, part of the problem, and that they could create music that would even keep us stuck in the matrix. So when I realized this is so 
this is still golden. It's still helping people escape the matrix. If you do the work, you have to do the lessons each day. You can't just like watch it, read it, and then you do the same old shit. Okay, so, oh, so Julia said start the day with this meditation. Okay, well, I did that the first two, three days, and now I'm going to start checking my phone first. I'll check my phone as soon as I get up. That's fun, right? Ooh, yuck. That is, uh, that's the spell. It's going to pull you right into the tentacles of all of the chaos going on in the collective right now. It's, it's tentacles. That's all I see. It's just like these tentacles that pull you back in. Yes, we got you again. You're here. Let's just fuck your day up. Let's make you be so fucked up today. Yes, that's where we want to keep you. We don't want you to believe in any shit that you can create anything, that you can shift anything. We want you right here because we need to feed off of you. They feed off of you, you know. They feed off of your energy. Energetically, spiritually, physically. And the physical stuff is going to freak the fuck out of you if you don't even know what I'm talking about yet. But you will because it's coming. So this Rainbow Crew group, by the way, this is a true light worker is shining the light for you to fucking wake up. That's a true light worker. Not the airy fairy, stay in this bubble of light and nothing bad is happening out there. We just stay in our bubble and we're just going to be here forever as all the other shit goes on and all the things happen to the children and we don't care because we're in our bubble because we can't handle it. That is disgusting. And I know that you're going to have to face those, those children. Someday you're going to have to face them. And you're going to have to tell them why you did not, uh, you weren't willing to learn. I just couldn't look at it. I'm sorry you went through that. I just too, it was just too difficult. I'm not saying you've got to watch any more videos anymore. No. I don't have to see any more to know it is fucking disgusting. And yes, I'm using F-bomb a lot today, but I don't know why. I just feel like it. Guess what? God doesn't care. <laughs> God doesn't care if we use the F word. Oh, my God. So, the Rainbow Crew. Oh, my God. I love them so much. I'm so grateful for them. Their crew, Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, God, the angels, Archangel Michael specifically, bringing, me, bringing things in front of me that I needed to see. And, you know, I was stubborn. I was. Because the first, first person whose eyes turned black in front of me, completely black, and I know if you have not seen that, you're going to think she's a wacko. Yes, it happened. And a lot of people are starting to see it now. The first one freaked me out. I didn't know what the fuck happened. The second one, okay, that was weird. The third one, yikes. The fourth one, all right, now I've, I got to see why do people's eyes turn black. And they turn into something else. They're being manipulated by something else. And so that led me down all these rabbit holes. And... You know, some of, I, I would sometimes be crying for days with what I was seeing. But I, I literally called out to God and I said, okay, help me learn, but not take on that vibration of destitute <laughs> because I know I'm here to make changes. I know I'm here to stop this. I even asked the Rainbow Crew. I asked them actually first <laughs> before I asked God. Well, maybe simultaneously. I don't even know. They work for God, so what the heck? I just said, what is my role with this, especially the child trafficking? What is my role? What is our role? I mean, I'd love to take them into this airy, fairy space and say nothing bad exists. No, mm-mm. There's no demonic forces here. There's no Luciferian issues going on. There's No. But 
the rainbow crew told me, those are our siblings. And I get that. We are soul siblings. I said, that's all I need to know. I just need to know, am I supposed to shut up about it? Am I supposed to speak about it? I could never shut up about it because once you see it, you can't unsee it. And you, how could you ever live with yourself if you didn't even like plant a seed somewhere? You know, we're past trying to wake anyone else up. I, I'm done trying to wake anyone up. But I'm still going to be talking about what I find. And you can go do your own research if you want to, if you really don't know what I'm talking about. But um, the Rainbow Crew told me they are our siblings. I even, you know, I can do remote viewing and I can connect with a soul somewhere else. I can connect with a soul that's not even been born yet. I can connect with a soul in a mommy's tummy. Um, I can connect with a soul that's here uh, on another level and find out all kinds of stuff, ask them questions, do the healing work. And so I just, believe me, I had to take a big, deep breath. But I went to the children, you know, in the tunnels and asked. Now, I asked, why did you choose this? I'm not sure if I even buy that shit anymore that we choose things. I don't know. I don't know why a child would ever, it was soul. I can't imagine that soul ever doing anything that would then choose to do that, but to go through that. But I did say, and maybe it's kind of like some of us feel, you might feel like you came, like sacrificed yourself as in, I'm, I'm, I'm leaving this and I'm going to come down and help humanity here, all of us as humans. But I asked the child, I said, uh, there was a few in the room, I said, what, why did you choose this? And they were in a concrete, I don't know, bunker kind of. Um, they had no clothes on and they had um, chains on their wrists and chains on their feet. They were very cold and very scared and very dirty, kind of. I mean, I say kind of because I'm not, now that I'm saying that, I actually think there were bruises now that I'm seeing it again. And I said, why did you choose this? Again, I don't know if that, that might be bullshit, but I did ask them that. I asked that way, why did you choose this? And they said, because we knew you would hear our call. We knew you would hear our cries. And we knew that you would never, ever stop until we were all free. And that's the truth. I'm in it. I am here to make sure this shit ends once and for all. And there's many of us doing that right now. And I want to tell a lot of you who are waiting for that to happen, that you know it's happening and it's, you know, I can't take it any longer. It is going to end. Okay? It is right around the corner. I promise you promise it is but please continue to pray for the children all human trafficking you know all the victims but pray for everyone and um just mention something to someone here and there we're going to help plant the seeds we don't have to shove things down people's throat anymore because they're not going to look at it and so the rainbow crew i am devoted to them but they they are even the children that are that horrific things are happening to, this is all of the children. These are God's children. And that's why they do this to the children, by the way, is to defile God. They hate God so much that they want to hurt his children. So, yeah, like I said, this is all based around the Rainbow Crew today. I had a different idea coming on, but this is the, hey, I'm always, I've been saying to God, I'm shining wherever you open the doors. You just open the doors, I'm shining. Wherever it is, you open that door and I'm going through. And I just recently, just yesterday on 9-11, it's a very special day. You will find out about that as well. 
It's not just about the towers, and that's not exactly the towers. Uh, what that's all about is, again, defiling, you know, going against God and Christ. I'll drop a little nugget in case it turns out to be true. First of all, the Rainbow Crew numbers they give me, they've always given me 911, 119, which I find fascinating. What fascinates me the most is I recently, uh, first of all, if you haven't heard it, there are 777 books of the Bible that have been um, realized, discovered, and we're all going to find out what all of those have in them. I've always said the Bible has been manipulated. The one that we got has 66 books. Well, if you don't know, that's the satanic number, 66. And uh, it has been manipulated. There are lots of clues in it and lots of things, but it has been that's the thing. They intertwine the dark and the light together, so we get totally fucking confused. So 9-11, what I've learned recently is that possibly, now I know if you're, you don't have a, you're not awake to anything yet, or you're like set in every date you've ever been told, the history the way you've been told, holidays the way you've been told, you're probably just not even going to get this, and that's okay. I hope you get value somewhere else in this podcast of something. But uh, it is being discovered that that could be the date that uh, Yeshua, Christ, was conceived. And if you just are willing to be open to anything that's possible, you can just, I would suggest, so anything, again, anything that is godly or Christ, like Yeshua, you know, they did change his name to Jesus, uh, that he did not come in with the name Jesus, as far as I know, what I've learned. Again, we'll find out the truth regardless. But uh, just look up all of the things that happened on 9-11, on September 11th, over all of the years. There's horrific things that happened on that date, and it's for a reason. It's to go against Christ, against God. So Yeshua being, you know, connected with the Rainbow Crew, because I know they're Christ beings. We all are, but lo- we've all just forgotten it. I'm saying we got the Christ within us. We got the God light within us. I'm not saying I'm Christ. Christ came to show us what we are capable of. We can do the healing work. We can do the, I mean, Christ came to show us these things. We do the forgiveness work. We do, and Christ, you know, um, anyway, I don't get off on that tangent. I'm talking about the numbers right now. So 9-11, when I heard that, and I was like, oh my God, if that is the day of his conception, and the Rainbow Crew gave me that number all along, and I knew it was connected with, with Yeshua, that's, that's mind-blowing. But the other number I get, 119, uh, if you've ever done Gematria, I'm not saying I believe in it or not. I am willing to learn about it to see what it is. Gematria or Gematrix, you can just put that in a search, and it's going to give you this calculator. And so something, I'm going to say a few months back, I just... I don't know why. I went to that. I heard about it. I'm going to go put in a few things. I put in uh, Mary Magdalene, and the number came up was 119. <laughs> I just giggled. And then now the 9-11 connection is blowing my mind because, again, guys, I got stuff over the years from the Rainbow Crew, but I didn't always know. I knew they were completely connected with Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, but I didn't know the, what the numbers actually meant and now I believe I'm learning what they actually mean. And how interesting if it turns out to be Christ's birth, 
uh, conception date, not birth, but conception date is 9-11. And I have the connection with the children. I mean, I don't know, just conception, children. Um, again, throwing out something that might be controversial. Showing that life begins at conception. Now, that's a whole nother <laughs> subject. Um, if you have not done the research to understand what abortion really is and what happens and why they're doing it and what they do with the aborted babies, then you have no, you're going to be very shocked when you find out. And this is coming from someone, I did have one, and it was the worst thing I ever did my entire life. I regretted it for 20 years. I beat myself up about that. And when I started learning what, oh, really, what it was about, and it is, it, it's going to be one of the most difficult things probably. Well, maybe not. There's going to be so many difficult things for people to find out about. Uh, but then I just started, you know, asking for forgiveness for my child, asking forgiveness from God, and asking myself to forgive myself. And so, again, everything that we've been told and taught is a lie. If you, can, if you could just, if you can wrap your head around that, everything is a lie. Every fucking thing is a lie. It's just mind-blowing. So um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh, wait, i got to find what I wrote down the other day. I was talking with a friend. Oh, <laughs> and I said our job, I was, think I was doing a reading. Yeah, I was doing a reading with her, and I said our job is to unfuck the minds of humanity. And that's golden. I think that's a, I'm gonna take, that's a Julia-ism. I'm here to unfuck the minds of humanity. And I am eternally grateful that uh, the Rainbow Crew and my team, Yeshua, Mary Magdalene, God, Archangel Michael, my guardian angels, all of them, my guides, everyone. I'm glad all of them, I'm so grateful that all of them have un helped me unfuck my own mind. Because now I realize I do believe I have always, or at least in later in life, opened to my abilities to be connected. But I was missing the biggest piece was knowing the truth of what was happening here. Because you are not awakened. You are not awake until you know why you're here. And if you haven't already, uh, you know, signed off and left my podcast saying, she's hijacked. Yeah, I've had people reach out and tell me that. If you think this is all BS or nutcase or Julia's lost it, then just stop listening. And when you find out all this, I'll be right here still speaking my truth, speaking God's truth. I'll still be here. There's no I told you so at all. I'd never do that. It's just I pray and hope that um, you do learn the truth and that you, uh, you embrace it, that you work through it, and that you heal through it, and that you come out on the other side ready to make this the most glorious place ever. I'm going to be posting podcasts, um, you know, sporadically, <laughs> but I'm going to put up a podcast here next, probably later today or tomorrow, um, with upcoming classes and courses that I have in case you want to join me. And I have a, a nice uh, little story about that. I'll give you a little teaser. It has to do with you know, I had to make a very big decision 
one of the biggest ever. In fact, I'm getting sick to my stomach thinking about it. By the way, don't ever trust your gut. The gut is where you hold the fear. Okay, that's where you hold fear. Don't trust your gut ever. I'd make one of the biggest decisions, and I know God is, this has been the plan all along, and I have resisted it. I know I had to be awake now before I could do it uh, and take this big leap, this huge uh, move in my business and career. And I signed the papers yesterday, which was on the perfect day, the 9-11, because we're taking those numbers back and we're using them for light. And I'm going to tell you, when I was ready to just sign, something came across my feed. And it was, you know, it's cool. It's so cool how God talks to us when we're willing to listen. I'll listen to anything God tells me now. Oh, yeah, so that, that person's eyes go black. Okay, Julie, you got to go look into this. Oh, yeah, what? Draconian? Oh, my God. <laughs> but the, the coolest thing came across, and I've got to find it because I wrote it down. I just didn't want to forget it. I got it. It's like in my head now. Um, it was something, oh, it was about um, the indigenous. When they had decisions to make big decisions, right, the indigenous uh, sat and thought about how that decision will affect the next seven generations. I said, you can't get any clearer than that, God. Sign, sign my name. That was powerful, right? We're here to live, you know, well, I was going to say for ourselves. We're here to heal ourselves, but we're here to live for everyone. All of us are in this. We are all one, as they say. I'm not one with the soulless being. I made that very clear. And some of these dark fuckers, there's no soul in there. I'm not one with that, okay? Um, but that's what I'm going to talk about uh, is the pro profound message about making a decision. And then if you just look at it that way, not... What am I going to get out of this? What, like, what's going to happen with me? It's like, what happens to the next seven generations if I do this or if I don't do this? However you want to look at it. If I make this decision as, yes, I'm doing it, what happens to the next seven generations if I don't do it? Maybe that's all you need to hear about. Maybe I'll start sharing a few things here and there about child trafficking, even though people are going to hate me or leave me or make me think I'm crazy think I'm crazy. What's going to happen in the next seven generations? How about anything? My clock right now is 2.34. Everything's lined up. It's just time for you to speak your truth. If you don't, if, <laughs> learn the truth, okay? I was speaking my truth, but then um, there was a whole, whole, whew, let me say, I don't know, volumes, like books, volumes that I had to go learn from. I am grateful I know, and I am here to make the change. I'm sending so much love your way. The light in me sees the light in you, and it is divine.